Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Renamek. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Welcome aboard, Melanie Keelan. How are you doing? Barcelona, Spain. Bridge MCP. How are you doing? Nueva York. Melanie Keelan again. Let's see. Julie Henderson. How are you doing? Saw that bridge profits over people. Profits over people. And we've got Julie Henderson and uh, Parver. AVQ is in the house. How are you doing, AVQ? AVQ says, taking a break from a gaming marathon. How is it going? I trust that you're winning on your games, my brother. Michael Rudnan, I trust that you're winning on your games. Anyhow, um, we have a lot to cover today. I, I wanted to spend some time on Medicare, Medigap, etc. But also, I want to show you something about the national debt. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with Kathy Courtney, who we had over at KPFT. I cleaned, uh, cleaned our interview up and put it out for us to see because I've been hearing that people need to hear this information and that we need to talk about it ad nauseum so that Folks, because every every year we have a new batch of people signing up for Medicare and and not knowing exactly what to do. Well, I am I've made it a point that we are going to be speaking a lot about Medicare, Medicaid, and Medigap and these types of issues, so that some of our older folks are well informed. Some of our younger folks know how to inform their parents on hey. I heard this on politics done right. Let's go ahead and make sure to research this. We have to, we have to stop it. And, and by the way, I need you to share all these things dearly. And the reason we must share these things is because, my dear brothers and sisters, if we don't, if we don't, uh, by the time it happens, it's too late. Yeah. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. Bridge MCP, uh, another derailment in Ohio. That is so true. Uh, again, what did Trump do? Relax all those regulations. And what does that mean? Accidents, accidents, and accidents of this type. All right, a plane crashed into the, a GOP home due to failed maintenance due to cost cutting. Would GOP act on it? Nope, not at all. Corporations own them is what Julie Henderson says, which is quite accurate. Eric Hayes is in the house. How are you doing, Eric? Nice to see you here, my brother. I missed you a few days last week. We were wondering if you fell out of love with your favorite program. But of course, we know better than that. You could never fall out of love with your favorite program. Peggy Lopez says, hi, all. I'm snowed in again. Happily, it didn't stick. Walkers don't roll in the snow. I hear you, baby. It's hard to roll those walkers. You know, when my daughter was on, well, actually, my daughter didn't have a walker. She had, I was pushing her around in a wheelchair for about a couple of months. Man, we used to race down a wheelchair and I'll be racing with, I'd had her. She, she finally decided to tie it up because... We go pretty fast. And we used to race down the hills and all of that, me pushing her in that wheelchair. And slowly and slowly, she got out of that wheelchair. But that almost brings tears to my eyes when I remember all of those, that tribulations. Anyhow, Julie Henderson says, uh, derailments will cost investors huge money, much more than maintenance to repair. I know, but they'll recover. Guess why? Because we're going to pay for it. Paul Fleming from Atlanta is checking in. How are you doing, Paul? Welcome aboard. All right, let's go ahead and get started with Kathy Courtney. Uh, Egberto raced. Give her another damn shot. 
I mean, she loved it. She was having fun while I was pushing her around in the thing. And she would, we have her on video going, ooh, ee, ooh. It was so funny. All right, Rudnan has one before I get started. Reuters, another Norfolk Southern train derails an Ohio railroad, says no toxin aboard. You never believe what they say. Norfolk Southern said the train that derailed Near Springfield was not carrying hazardous material and that one was no one was hurt. Local authorities said first responders on the scene were working to confirm that no toxins were involved. Clark County officials asked asked uh, asked if residents living within 1,000 feet, 300 meters of Saturday's railment to shelter in place out of an abundance of caution, according to the state. Uh, according to the statement on the, the county's Facebook page, Hello, relatives. E2247 is in the house. Can't see me here. Okay. E2247 is in the house. Welcome aboard, E2247. All right, let's go ahead and get Kathy Courtney on the screen. I don't even know if Kathy knows that she's uh, she's being a star today. Let's get that, and let's get busy doing Kathy right now. We have a great activist in the studio right now who just got here. Uh, you know, Kathy Courtney, a very hard worker for all those folks that are on Medicare and, and, and that are needing to find out what Medicare Advantage means, etc. Anyway, folks, you know, Kathy comes into the studio and Kathy comes with her sign that she's always out there showing folks. You know, I spoke to her a couple nights ago. And she said, Egberto, you know what? People are calling me. They're taking on Medicare Advantage and they don't exactly know what's going on. They're taking Medicare. I have had to do this. I have had to do all of this. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell the rest of the world. Kathy, come and sit down, my dear, beautiful lady. We are ready to go. I want to thank you for coming into the studio. You know, you are such a hard worker. You know, such a hard worker. Have a seat, my dear lady. Have a seat. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, great. Let me tell you, um, let me tell you, folks, I wanted this lady here for one reason. We were at a Houston Peace and Ju uh, Justice meeting. And at that meeting, I said to her, look, that information that you're given here, you need to tell the rest of Houston. Tell your, tell your audience, hi. How are you doing today? Hi. This is Mike here. Hello. Howdy. You notice what I have on today? Uh, I, I mean, you are always dressed with some interesting paraphernalia. Well, what does that one say? Well, since I'm going out and about today and it's go texting day, I thought I should wear my cowboy hat with the skull and crossbones. Yeah. Because then that reminds everybody, why are you doing that? And I got my vest and my buttons because it reminds everybody about the deaths in our U.S. healthcare system. Yeah. Oh, say that again. It reminds us about what? Death in our U.S. healthcare system. Absolutely. So and that is just about what we're living right now, isn't it, Kathy? Is this too stark to wear this around? No, it's not. Okay. It is not. Kathy, Courtney, Kathy, before I get started, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? I work for I work with Healthcare for All Texas, which is the first single payer organization in Texas, founded in 2002. I've been a public and private healthcare worker. Mm -hmm. And oh, I just took off my hat. That's okay. That's okay. We need to stay on air. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been a public and private healthcare worker in yeah. hospitals and clinics. I founded the first women-owned clinic in the state of Michigan, mm -hmm. Detroit. Feminist Women's Health Center. I learned from American Public Health Association in 1973 at a conference about a national single-payer health plan. I went, oh, 
What a good idea. Right. And I've been following that, working with that, advocating for a single payer and health justice in America ever since. And, you know, it, it's interesting because we were on the phone probably near midnight a couple of days ago. And you were telling me about how many people you have to counsel because of what this system. Folks, they just turned 65. They don't know what to do. And uh, they find that they have tons of bills and you've been able to get them some help. Tell us a little bit about the kind of stuff. Well, I could go through a whole litany of health care problems because that that would take it's like going to church. Right. You could just go through this happened, this happened, this happened, which we're not going to do. I don't have that much time, but I'm just going to say write this down. Look up the American Health Empire. Power, Profits, and Politics. That's by Dr. Barbara Aaron Wright and husband John. Right. And everything that's bad about American medicine uh -huh. is especially bad if you're not male or white. Right. So the major problems that people are always worried about is, how do you, let's just start. How do you find a doctor? They call up and go, how do I find a doctor that's in a network? And where do I go for what, this whatever problem? And how do you find it if it's offered at a reasonable price? And how do you figure out where to go? And what type of medical care do I need? This happened. The primary care said is this. Is it urology and neurology or nephrology? Sorry. I usually bang on things. <laughs> I'm figuring out. They have to figure out when you get there, what are they doing to me? What is this for? What test? How much is this going to cost? And then how to get heard if things don't go right. Because it's, sometimes it's overwhelmingly and institutionalized racism, right. sexism, and classism that people have to overcome. And so every week, some of us from Healthcare for All Texas, doctors, nurses, professionals, PT people, we talk to individuals. We help people. We do. We help them. I want, before, before you go further, I want you to specify that website because there's a lot of people in Houston right now. They're not seeing their, their doctor. They're not seeing things that they need to get done because they are fearful of the system. They're fearful what this system is going to cost them. What you are able to do many times is tell them how to navigate this fairly evil system. You find you you guys at HCFAT have found ways to help people. What's the website? Um, healthcareforalltexas.org is a good website to go to. And our granddaddy organization, we're a subchapter of the Physicians for National Health That's a Program. great organization. Would you great please look that up? I brought brochures for you and everybody in the station today. Oh, I'm rattling papers again. Well, we'll do that after the show. You are a bit, you, you, you had a, a long frazzled ride here. So, well, that's because I'll hold your hand. Let yeah. me hold your hand a minute. Yeah. So I'm fixed. I'm suited up, showed up, getting my stuff ready to come. And my niece calls. Mm -hmm. How do I do a GoFundMe? What do I do? There's an, another auntie who's got a, a rare form of multiple sclerosis and there's not enough money. And they, yes, but they're insured, but they're not really insured. They're underinsured right. with the majority of people. And how long can I talk to her? No, I got something else to do. You're coming here. I got something else to do like right. right now. Coming here, but I'll, I'll call her later. And the, do you know that, that, that now, Oh, over 60% of all the GoFundMe pages mm -hmm. 
or for, healthcare, are for medical bills and yes. related because yes. people can't pay it. They lose their homes. They mortgage their house. They go bankrupt. Medical bankruptcies are the number. You know, one Kathy, cost. and this we we have to start letting Americans know that this is not just the, like, a cliche that people constantly hear about you going bankrupt, etc. I want to talk a little bit about that. Mm, healthcare for all Texas. Since we've been working two, since 2002, every second Thursday, we have a meeting from 6.30 to 8. Can't do it in person since COVID time, so it's on Zoom. So if you write the website or you write me or you write info at hcfat.org, um, or you can go on Facebook and see our page there, and you can say, send me the info. I want to join in and join in because I got a story to tell or I want to do something. But we have supported Drive before, and we've been here back when... It, we called it manning the funds. Manning, oh, you oh, can't say that anymore. No, yeah. No. And I said, I could, obviously you don't want me to come. <laughs> but but uh, we would stay at the phones. And so I have pictures, which I could send you, but we should do a collage because we answer the phones and we make the pitch. So for those of you who are involved with Healthcare for All Texas who are listening today or Cover Texas Now or National Nurses United or My Medicaid Matters, or people with disabilities, or the people who are planning a rally like next week in uh, Senate District 07. Wherever you are, if you're a healthcare supporter, I want you to contribute because this is our only community radio station, and you don't get to hear about profiteers and oligarchs who control our system on any other mainstream media. And that, that's why we love you, girl. That's why we love you, because you're out there covering every facet of what we do out here. Now, let, let's let's start about um, you and I had a discussion about Medicare Advantage. And you told me a little bit about your story that that kind of brought tears to your eyes about what they put you through as far as having. To, why don't you relay that story? Baby, if, at all, if, if you want, you don't have to. But if you if you if you're inclined to other people can relate, I'm sure. I was one of 28,000 people Tell in me. Houston and people who worked for those of you who were out there, you worked at the school district, you worked for the city, the county. We, we, we took whatever health insurance plan was given to us, Cigna, Anthem, Blue Cross, whatever, the, the, your municipality had con contracted with, negotiated with on behalf of employers. Most people who get employer health insurance, mm -hmm. it used to be the majority of Americans, it's gone down, it's gone down now to 67%, now 60%. So many employers don't go, don't give it at all. Don't give it at all, and they make the employee pay everything. And so I always tell the young people, that's like your second question. You know, thank you for hiring me, but in what part of my health insurance do you cover, and what do I have to do? Um, go ahead. No, no, you go. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. Continue. So when I received notice, written notice from Kelsey Siebold, which is one of the largest provider networks in the state, these starts, you know, I started when the campus was built on Holcomb, the main campus. I remember that campus, yes. So just imagine years later, after you've been there for a while, and all your doctors and your babies there and your pediatric and your husband's on your plan and all this stuff, they gave notice. 28,000 of us got told, it's like a, well, I, and I'll summarize it. When I talked to Billing and I wrote to corporate to say, it's like a gun to my head. You're saying, you can't come here anymore unless you sign up for our KCA, Kelsey Care Advantage, our Medicare Advantage. It'll be a big advantage to you. Yeah, it's a big advantage to us, but I don't want to come here. Well, then you can't come to any of the Kelsey Siebold networks anymore. All those providers, 600 some providers, 14 different, now there's 30 different clinics all over. That's ridiculous and oppressive and exploitive. 
So I would like the media, if there's a media. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your person out there. Somebody needs to follow up. What the hell ever happened to all those people? Because I took, I said, okay, hands up. I'll take it because all my stuff is here and all my and I get scolded by my leftier than now friends. I got a left. I mean, I'm pretty lefty, but there's leftier than now friends. You should never sign up for Medicare. I want to stop you there now because that I, I want to speak directly to a lot of folks that that you had to involve yourself. Uh, Kathy was mentioning that uh, she was forced because of all her doctors being in this case at Kelsey that she was forced into adapting a Medicare Advantage plan in as much as she did not want to change plans. She didn't want to. So because all of her doctors were in that system, they pretty much coerced her. They extorted her to say, if you want to continue coming here, you must join this MA program, this Medicare Advantage program. Let me summarize a bit here. A lot because she is an activist, because she understands that the best thing is for us to maintain real Medicare and not Medicare Advantage, she had to take it. And then her act, many of her activist friends were saying, scolding, scolding her shaming. and saying, why did you do that? You went against the protocol. You went against policy. You went ahead and adapted to what the man said after all. To which, and to which my message to all of us lefties, righties, and the others I'm going to tell you guys something right now in Houston, there are some people who their only avenue to healthcare is going to be in fact, Medicare advantage because of the corrupt system that we have. I want to qualify this. No one should feel any shame. No one should feel any bad thoughts if they had to do it. But here's a message I want to get across to you and then I'll bring Kathy in. If you have the option not to take Medicare Advantage, even if it costs you a few more bucks, those would be well spent. I'm going to give an example here, folks. I can get Allstate insurance. I can get some other kind of insurance. But if I know that some other kind of insurance uh, costs me all that I can afford. And Allstate costs me just a little bit more that I can't afford. For the sake of my family, I must go with what I can afford. But I must then work with the Cathy's of Houston, with all the other Medicare 
folks and activists around that are saying, we don't need any of this crap. What we need is a healthcare system that works for all of us. Not that, well, if I can afford this, I'll have to go with Medicare Advantage. I want to read, I didn't give you guys the start of the program that I sent in the newsletter today because I, given that I was going to have you on, Kathy, I wanted to make people understand what we're talking about. The title of this part of the show was Healthcare Activist Kathy Courtney Speaks on Medicare Advantage, Moderna's Record Profit Shame. We're not going to go into Moderna right now. The healthcare industrial complex, specifically the health insurance industry, has been methodically undermining your healthcare costs and your health with smoke and mirrors. They are saving millions of they are saving millions of Americans' money in the short term as they drain, as they drain the real Medicare coffers by privatizing Medicare on the sly with their misleading named product. Medicare Advantage, it is not Medicare. It is a private insurance that must make a profit for its shareholders and big bonuses for the executives who run it on the backs of taxpayers. Unfortunately, those health insurance companies do not only work on fooling Americans, they pay off many in our government to ensure it does not provide Americans with the necessary care. Why does Medicare Advantage provide eyes, dental, and hearing care, while standard Medicare does not, unless you purchase a rider? Mm -hmm. The health insurance industry bribes your Washington politicians via their lobbyists and campaign contributions not to make that a part of standard Medicare. Senator Bernie Sanders continues his attempts to get those services as a standard part of Medicare, but too many politicians are on the take. That is why we must elect the progressive that will give all Americans a better life with human-centered policies that benefit us all instead of corporate-centered policies that only benefit a few. Kathy Courtney is a valiant activist who helps people throughout the country navigate our fraudulent healthcare system, whether they are trapped in Medicare Advantage or trapped in bills they are unable to afford. She knows we have a lot of work to do. And she is doing her part, not only in bringing awareness to the issue, but helping those trapped by it. A lot of people don't know the difference between traditional public Medicare and privatized Medicare Advantage. Write this down, people. We don't call it Medicare Advantage anymore. We call it Medicare Disadvantage. Mm -hmm. and, it, uh, and so people say, you think that's ever going to happen in this country? It's going to be socialized medicine. No, we're not going to be like the National Health Services in England or in China or in Cuba. It's going to be in a uniquely American plan. And we've already got a public insurance program. It took, before you say, God, that doom and gloom and you're all pessimistic, it's never going to happen. Yeah, it is. Social change takes time. Exactly right. It took from two, it took the first president, we'll go way back to Harry Truman, best Truman, after World War I, every other major industrialized country. <laughs> Right. And had some kind of national health plan after that because they got soldiers coming back and people need health care and the seniors. But it took 22 years every year in Congress with it, to get enough Congress people before LBJ could sign on to the Civil Rights Act and to the Medicare and Medicaid Act. 
and in his personal papers, you should go see the library someday. He said, you know, we're going to lose the Democrats. He goes, I'm going to sign it. Johnson said it. Yep. But we're going to lose the South to those Dixocrats and those racist people and those because they don't want the colors to get it. And that that's deep racism. Yeah. It took to hurt yourself so that we can't all have the right kind of policies. And there's a film, a couple of films about Fix It Healthcare System. Very important film. Tell, tell us about it. I'm just going to just write it down. Fixit.com. Look it up on Google. There's a new film that's come out by the same people that's called The American Hospitals, colon, Healing a Broken System. And I'm really want, I really want listeners, if you go to a church, school, a, a club, uh, we think Shape Community Center may be the co-host with Healthcare for All Texas, Houston Peace and Justice Center, Green Party. Um, I'm, we're looking for co-sponsors. Bring the film here. Have the first showing so people can see what it was like. You know that Medicare pretty much integrated hospital Health, systems yes, and healthcare yes. in the United States. They, couldn't, they, could, they wouldn't pay unless the, the, the hospitals would allow everybody healthcare. Absolutely. Right. And they called it the colored wards, the Negro right. wards, whatever. But eventually they had to give in if they wanted their money because they got people they, in the hospital. It, it's always about the green. And you know, the funny thing about it is all the evils that we have in society today always have its genesis in money. Yes. In money. And, and they use it to, to bend our mind. We have Kathy with us in the house. Like I said, I was on the phone late midnight two days ago you know i sometimes i thought i was the only insomaniac around here it seems like kathy no it was only 11 15 p.m it was only 11 15 p.m are you sure yeah i'm sure okay well whatever the time it was but i still think you're insomaniac we got to get out of here now we only have a couple minute or so so kathy give me a closer real quick all these attacks and the privatization of medic medicare has been constant. It's increasing. We need to fight it, stop it. So that means writing your means writing Lizzie and all of your Congress reps to say you need to step up and stop this the Biden administration from they could they could end it. Joe could end this whole scheming with these entities because it's gone from fifty three to ninety nine nine different programs. And the majority of us who belong to a church, a professional organization, a union, a charitable organization, those people know. Those of us know that keeping traditional Medicare as the primary option and expanding it and improving it is the best way to cure this sick system. Thank you very much, Kathy, for coming in. And I'm going to want you in here again. I'm going to want some others from your organizations in here. This is a service that we have to provide to our folks in Houston and around the country. Folks, I want to tell you this. Uh, everything that I'm telling you here is actually true. Everything that, I, that I'm saying is factual. And if we ever make a mistake, we will tell you. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. We'll do this again. Absolutely. So that was our, I, I think we did that on Friday. Um, come up, some of you have already seen that, but I, as you notice, I cleaned it up. I took out all the pitching we were doing to raise money for, um, for KPFT, etc. Anyhow, anyhow. Welcome back, Carl Cox. I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, Carl, let me tell you something about your education, man. Just take it, take your time. You know, uh, we all have time. Chill. You're still surviving just fine. Enjoy yourself. You know, when you need to take a break, take a break. It's not a problem. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Eric, I don't know, but yeah, Kathy is trying to get folks medically educated so that they can be 
they can stretch their finances where it needs to go. Now, the fact that we have to do financial stuff, it's a shame when it comes to healthcare. But one other thing that I, that I think you got all wrong, capitalism isn't free enterprise. Capitalism isn't democracy. Capit you know, uh, they have allowed you to conflate all these things so they can mislead you and sucker you, take your money. It's that simple. I've explained that a million times. For those who want to... Uh, have the trust and verify in the things that I say, they would get it. For those who simply want to parrot the messages coming from the right, good luck. And eventually I'll welcome you at the, or I'll visit you at the poorhouse. Anyhow, if we don't make these changes that we are supposed to make. Anyhow, uh, we have another, una, another good video for you. And I have to decide which order to do this one in. This one is New York Times calls out the deficit. I want to do that first. Capitalism is a vehicle to pay for stuff. How do you have your wealth, Egberto? You chose to give it up. Wrong. Wrong. Capitalism is a for, is an economic system, just like free enterprise is an economic system. They're not the same. Americans like to, or rather, the people who misinform Americans like to conflate them. Capitalism is indirect free enterprise. Free enterprise is direct. In other words, capitalism allows others to make money on your back. I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about a, pr a person who owns a grocery store and has employees. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about the stockholders who hires, uh, who hires executives who have the grocery stores make money for them. You see the indirection there? And there is, no, there is no relationship between the owners of capital and that business. That's capitalism. Free enterprise allows you to have a company. You are in control of that company. You do things. It's a, it's a distinct difference and there are different outcomes. There's a different outcome when you have capitalism. Capitalism only cares about capital. That's why outright slavery was not a bad thing for capitalism. And it became a bad thing only after capitalism figured how to make employees slaves in a much more antiseptic manner. I am trying to get that across to, 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 to many of my audience. Many see it. Many refuse to see it because in saying I am a slave... You know what Johnson said? A lot, a lot of folks say at least a lot of folks in the in the back of their heads, whether they say it out loud or just think it, they'd say, at least I'm not black, at least I'm not a minority, at least I'm not colored, at least I'm not a person of color. That is what the masters have taught you to maintain this crap. But what I try to tell you is we are all. In the same boat. That's why I talk about loving everybody, not only loving everybody, but understanding that we're in the same boat and together is how we come out of it. Together is how we take power. Because again, capitalism is indirect everything else. That's why it has no soul. That's why it only think when those guys are in, when, when you hear of corporation A by corporation two, because the valuation of this company goes down or whatever, it has nothing to do with what's happening inside of that company. It's just about numbers. That's capitalism. When you have a private grocer, that private grocer or, or, or whatever, he cares about his things. 
He cares about all those things. Fun fact, great, the great Egberto's media empire began November 30th, 20, 2004 on Daily Coast, but <laughs> in eight have been at it longer than that. Who knows? Fans, what all the facts? How did you find about that in, in, on Daily Coast? Actually, I think they, I was at Daily Coast when it got founded. Yeah. So anyhow, um, and Marcus Malitza, it's a, it's a buddy of mine. A good guy. Very good guy. Uh, Jerry Album Israel says the Republicans are going to take Medicare and Medicaid. We won't allow that. Not to worry. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, Trump is not good to do capitalism. No, it's not. Gary Album Israel. Jerry, are you from Israel? Um, uh, or or uh, is that where you're from? Uh, let's see what else we have. Israel is going through some problems with the, you know, the same thing that we did democratically with our courts. Uh, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Sharon is trying to do it in um, in a what what how should I say in a terrible way, but anyhow in, in a non democratic way. Anyhow, uh, let's see what else we got here. Macaronin says having to start your finances to figure out what medical services you can afford is solely an American problem. It, it that is so true, Michael. Most other nations have figured out how to do universal health care. You go to whatever doctor you need to see. There's no bill afterward. Yes, you pay a little more in taxes, but it's less than what you already pay in private health care, monthly bills, co-pays, deductibles, and premiums. And that is why we have it all complicated. We complicate things for people because it, people don't go ahead and do deeper thinking. And that's why we are hoping in with programs like Politics Done Right and others that we can, in fact, have people do deep thinking to realize how they're snowing them. You know, Julie Henderson says, I retired from career and must and must work part time to pay for health insurance. What happens when I can't work anymore? Will government re, uh, legally legalize euthanasia to satisfy greedy? My goal, my goal, my goal, my goal. We have to have consecutive wipeout elections. In other words, Republicans have to get wipe out, wiped out and neoliberal Democrats have to get wiped out. That is what it's going to take, uh, Julie. And if everybody here shares, if ever, you know, the, 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 the nature of progression goes as follows. If I, if I inform a hundred people, and each of those hundred people, let's say just inform five, and each of those five that they inform, inform another five. We get to the total population of the United States in probably 16 iterations. But we have to do it. We have to stay engaged. Because my goal is that we will have health care for all. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, get an HSA and carry it from job to job. HSAs are not the answer. I had, I had an HSA when I was doing my, um, my own company. My own company had an HSA. All right. I used it all up by now. All right. Mike Cisak says, or go, go, uh, Jerry Album Israel says, no, the Republicans are going to take the White House back. No, they're not. They're not. Again, no negative uh, thoughts, brother. Jer or, I don't know if Jerry is a male or female name. Don't worry about it. We're going to pull it through because we are going to fight it through. If uh, Put it this way. If, if, the, if the Republicans were to take over the White House, uh, I think it, it, it'll create enough chaos that America as we know it is done. Uh, Mike C. Sex says, I find it ironic that leftists keep talking about how they want the economic system to work and describe the capitalist free market, but then push to have a central government to own and run such uh, markets. No, we don't. We don't. 
We said things that are in the common should belong to all we the people. You know, when you break your leg, you can't determine which doctor to go see. So you just go to the next available doctor and whatever the system says you owe, you owe. Period. Punto y final. Many reps are switching to either them or independent. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Capitalism is about capital and property while free enterprise is about trading of goods and services. Love you, Norman, for making it even simpler than I said it. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about the debt. You know, Republicans would be telling their audience, for the ones who at least they think are thinking, that somehow the reason why Democrats need to come up with a plan, uh, why they're holding uh, America hostage because of the debt crisis is otherwise the, the Democrats are constantly spending and raising the debt. And, you know, they act like they have nothing to do without it. Of course, when infrastructure is built and when all these other projects are built, they enjoy it. Of course, they are never concerned when they're given tax cuts. They're never concerned when they're ballooning a federal uh, deficit from uh, the wars that they fight. They, they, they're never concerned about that being the actual thing that raises the budget. So. What do you do? You get a numerical analysis to prove to everybody that, in fact, Democrats play no bigger deal than Republicans in causing a deficit. In fact, I will ponder and I would go out on a limb and say that Republican policies are deficit inducing because while Democrats are generally okay with raising taxes for uh, services that are needed, they just want to for political reasons, provide the services and also for political reasons on their uh, donor base, not raise taxes. And what what is given services and not raising taxes equivalent to federal deficits? And who do more of that? Who does more than that? It turns out to be Republicans. I want you to listen to this. Then we'll take it on the other side. You were wondering because it's been out of the headlines. No, you did not miss an announcement on the debt ceiling. There is still no agreement between Republicans and the White House. Also, no agreement among Republicans on what exactly they want to cut, only that Democrats do need to cut something since they are the ones to blame for all the spending. But a brand new New York Times analysis of voting records and fiscal forecast shows that's not entirely true. In fact, Republicans are at the very least equally to blame for the now 30 trillion debt. Ian Nobles. So CBO went through and, and, and looked at voting records, looked at fiscal analysis, and the New York Times then did their own analysis of that. Explain to me how they got to the point where they can say uh, Republicans are, are just as much to blame for us being at $31 tr- trillion. Yeah, I mean, Katie, you basically look at the facts of the, of the voting record from both parties uh, going back through the past two administrations, and it's pretty clear that both Republicans and Democrats have contributed to the ballooning debt uh, for the United States federal government. And when you're talking specifically about what Republicans have done to contribute to that, you'd have to look no further than the 2017 Trump tax cuts, uh, which uh, took a big chunk of revenue away from the federal government and then did not replace it with measurable cuts that would offset that balance. And then it rolls right into the COVID pandemic, where under the Trump administration was the first round of massive amounts of 
of COVID relief funding, and then into the Biden administration, where there were a number of different big fiscal spending measures, including two COVID relief packages, the trillion dollar infrastructure bill, all of those contributing to the ballooning debt. Now, the White House says that the president's going to introduce a bill or a budget later this month that's going to at least cut the deficit by $2 trillion. But I do want to just hit on one more time the Trump tax cuts, because when we have Republicans on, they always bring up the Trump tax cuts as something that has um, not added to the deficit. In fact, uh, declined and made the deficit decline. Um, this analysis says, no, that's not the case at all. Can you can you explain that a little further? Yeah, I mean, you know, what Republicans have often argued for many years is that the way to uh, fiscal stability in terms of the federal budget is that if you cut taxes, that will lead to economic prosperity. Economic prosperity leads to more in the ways of tax revenue. And then that tax revenue will offset whatever you have lost because businesses are making more and therefore are paying more in taxes. But that's never really worked out that way. And the simple fact of the matter is that even though when they make these significant cuts, in a very short period of time. That's the other thing to keep in mind is that these tax cuts come uh, and the kind of long-term forecast of economic growth takes a lot longer to kind of implement. And in the interim there, the spending continues to go up and up and up. So the two things just don't balance out. So folks, it's not a, it's not a difficult thing. I mean, the this media tried to do the, even MSNBC tries to do the balance thing. There isn't a balance here. There is not a balance. If you are just a tax cutter, but you're not cutting services per se uh, at the level that you're providing tax cuts, then you are the problem. Now, as it turns out, they really, really, really want to cut entitlement programs now. How do we know? They documented it. They actually had the nerve this time to document it. So, folks, if you're concerned about your Social Security, folks, if you're concerned about your Medicare, your Medicaid, Social Security, or any government service that most of us have earned, do not, do not make the mistake and think if they get into power to balance the budget, it won't be raising taxes on those who've been pilfering us for, for decades, for centuries. It will be Taking that money from whom? You. Don't you forget that. It's taking that money from whom? Usted. You. Two. All right. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> uh, remember what I tell all of you. Whenever you hear Republicans or conservatives shooting out talking points, understand, and I, and I say this with love. But understand that they're projecting for their they're projecting for their their folk. They're projecting. Let me give an example. Because Eric did a perfect thing, and I really want to get back with Eric at this, not because he's trolling us or trolling what's going on here, but because uh it it shows you the lack of understanding of what really goes on. Here's here's what we go. Eric says. Egberto, Dems want government in everyone's business and give car, giving carte blanche money to them equals waste. So here it goes. Democrats want government in everybody's business. Let's, let's decompose that. Republicans want to control a woman's body. They want to tell her that she cannot take out a blast, a, 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 a fetus out of her body if she decides she doesn't want 
a child. She cannot take a blast, whatever it's called, like a cytog out of her, her body if that's what she wants. It's her body. She has no control. Republican men tells that tells her what she can do with her body. Republicans all over red states are collecting books. They're telling American citizens what books they cannot read. Who is it that's controlling you again? Uh, they're telling you what books you can't read. Republican, uh, like DeSantis, is going into universities and saying, you cannot teach about slavery. You cannot teach about how things really were. You can't teach that the founding fathers were slave owners, that the founding fathers wrote the Constitution and protected their assets, which were what? Slaves. They can't do it. Who's controlling you again? The Republicans say that companies, private companies or government companies, right, cannot put on, on, their, on their application to give a report about, about you and diversity. Write a paper on diversity. They want to know that if many departments want to know that if they're hiring somebody, they have somebody that is comfortable being in a diverse environment. And if they're not, maybe they can take courses on how you operate in an area with diversity, right? You would know things like if you are in the medical field and you're talking and, and you're writing and you're writing a, an ad for children who get something like, mm, let's say meningitis. I remember when I just came to, the, to, to Kingwood, there's a meningitis scare. And on TV, it said, uh, how to determine if your kid has meningitis? Their skin becomes pale and red and uh, they, they you know, they're devoid of color. That was the description coming from the health department. You know what happened? That person who wrote that description wasn't a bad person. They just didn't have diversity in their minds because that's not what they think. It's the same thing like having uh, flesh-colored Band-Aids. Flesh-colored Band-Aids? What color is flesh-colored Band-Aid? I am flesh too. If I put on a flesh-colored Band-Aid, it sure as hell doesn't look like my flesh. So what, the reason these things come into existence is to understand that we are a plethora of beautiful people. And being a plethora of beautiful people means for those who don't have the training and understanding but have a position to be in power of many others, they need it. Está bien. So, that's the reason you have diversity and all these things that these Republicans now want to call woke. It's not woke. It's just being awake. Woke means awake. And folks that don't see these things remain asleep and in the process hurt a large percentage of their population. This isn't difficult stuff, man. This is actually moral stuff. And those who don't see it are immoral. All right, let's continue. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Cut pork. Uh, let's see. Uh, Julie Henderson says, temper Trump. Wealthy taxes by increased spending. Yep, yep, yep. I see you, girl. I see you. James Robichaud say, in all of this talk about national debt and the deficit, you have left 
unquestioned premise that the national debt and the deficit are bad things. No, I have not left it. I simply haven't discussed it because it does nothing for the argument for the kind of folk that we got in here. You leave those horrid premises on questions? No, I don't. That's an education that has to be given to people. So start giving that education, James Robichaud. You've done a job by doing it on your on your Medium page. Publicize it. Give Print an article at Politics Done Right. You have the right to do so. Okay? So come on. Uh, get off of it and let's get let's go ahead and be a part of the solution. Stop telling myself, stop telling me I am missing the point. I understand the point. Saying it over and over and that's going to change it. Don't be a right winger. All right. Bridge MCP says, uh, yeah, Julie Henderson, but just like school, it didn't work. Daniel Edo says, whoa, the line propagandist is on fire today. I love you. I love you, Ledo. I just love you, Ledo. You always keep me going. Eric Hayes says, don't live in Florida. You don't need to live in Florida because what's going on in Florida is replicated at every single red state. Take a look at what Texas is doing. Follow to do a little bit of research, brother. All right. Anthony Coman says, I some I someone read a story on politics in MAGA. It would be fiction. I know it would be, wouldn't it? Eric Hayes says, Egberto, who mandated masks or vaccines. And you know what? It worked. We have all the technical and psych, uh, the technical and numerical example with two adjacent counties in Kansas. It worked. All right, continuing. Julie Henderson says to Bridge, this was the beginning of the brand placing his name on things. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, if you are wo- aren't woke, you have blinders on. I love you for saying that because that is so, 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 so correct. Oh my God. I The last video, don't, I tell you what, um, I only got nine minutes. And the last video is nine minutes long. I am going to go to uh, do that last video on tomorrow because I don't have enough time uh, to finish that. Okay. It's pretty disingenuous for you to tell me to be a part of the solution. I already am doing all that. I can. You have much, much bigger plan. No. Look, you are uh, basically choosing to keep your audience propagandized by this libertarian military's nonsense. James. James. Listen to me, brother. You are my progressive brother. Listen to me. You are a part of the solution. All right? There is nothing wrong with you expressing things in the way that you are to move this stuff forward. I must, I must do things with a platform. Uh, seeing it your way as I see best to transfer a truthful message in a fashion that can be understood. The reason some people are called super crazy left or whatever, it's because, okay? It's because. All right, uh, Robichaud also said, here, I keep trying as hard as I can. Good. But also, Robichaud, there's other things that you need to do, all right? And let me give you some other things. You can, look, I'm an open platform. A, a book, a, book a space on politics done right in studio. Wait, are you in Houston, by the way? I think you are, right? Come book a, a, book a seat next to me in the studio. We'll chat. I mean, I am not somebody hiding from anybody or hiding from anybody who doesn't express it the way I do or is there. Hell, Lee Grant is in the house right now and I've been begging Lee Grant to come to the studio. Right? We are a family. We have to solve this crap together. We have to. And I, in doing so, it means me talking to everybody. So when I tell you being a part of the solution, I'm not trying to be disrespectful with you, 
Brother James, I have a lot of respect for you, sir. I am just saying stop making it an attack on the way I am doing things and just be a parallel to what I am doing. That's what I'm saying, sir. Okay? Uh, Daniel Ledo says, you love an immoral, ignorant, white supremacist. There is definitely something wrong with your brain. No, I love human beings, Daniel Ledo. And last I think, I thought, you are a human being. You are a human being. So, I can't hate you, brother. I can't. I can't. Anyway, Lee Grant says, hey all, in a video released Tuesday, our uh, night Ramazanwi 37 formally launched his long shot bid by decrying what he called a national identity crisis that he claims driven by a left-wing ideology that has replaced faith, patriotism, and hard work with new secular religion like COVIDism. Oh boy, that sounds really, really. Now that sounds nuts. COVIDism? Hmm. I would say what he's running is kill me-ism. <laughs> E2247 says, Senate hearings into Fox News to see if it can be stopped. I hope so, because it is messing up good people. You know, it is really, really messing up good people as, you know, uh, it is really messing up good people. Uh, Let's see, let's see. The Senate must conduct hearings into Fox News to see if it can be stopped and if the citizenship of Rupert Murdoch should be revoked. I'm not going to be talking about revoking anybody's citizenship because I may say something and folks start say, hey, Egberto, we want to revoke your citizenship and then I'll be left without a country. Actually, not really. Once a Panamanian, they, they, they're always a Panamanian and they want you there. So I, even if I were to get that revoked, I'd still have a country. Anthony Comats, 420 at the Egberto studio. Me van a dar un poco de eso, por favor. Por favor, amigos mío. When should I start the Spanish program? Okay, Daniel Ledo says, what do I have to do to get you to stop loving me? I don't know that you can do anything, man. I don't know, Mr. Ledo. I don't know. It's a disease that I have, man. You know, it's a disease that I have, brother. You know? Anyhow, no, look. Again, Daniel, and I'm not kidding about it. I know you're, I know you're, you're being, what's the word that, that everybody uses? You're trolling and all that kind of stuff. But even trolls can change, you know? Uh, but no, no, not at all. Charges against him for an illegal contribution in kind to the Trump campaign. If Tucker Carlson shows any of the one six video and convening here and dragging these bastards before the Senate, I agree. I can name a few, Egberto. <laughs> Don't name them, sweetie pie. Don't name them. I know, I know. Don't don't name them beautiful Bridge MCP. My beautiful lady, please don't do it. I know exactly where you're going. I know exactly. You know you're my girl. All right. E2247 says, within the Committee on the Judiciary, Senator Durbin Claren hearings into Fox News are appropriate into full... Co- I, I think that is going to be great because we get a chance to expose them and that's going to give us a lot of videos as well to put out there. And hopefully Eric and some of them will at least see them but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's it's 57 right now. And I think it is time for me to ask you guys to support the program. So what I'm going to do right now is ask you so kindly to support our program. Remember to, by the way, um, uh, let's see, uh, go to politicsdoneright.com slash support. And that has all the different methods under which you can support our program. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. Uh, I know times are hard. 
I really know that. But I ask you, however much you can, maybe a, uh, that two ninety nine membership, that four ninety nine membership, uh, membership on our Substack, on our Medium, whatever you can. Uh, please consider joining. We don't have a lot of um, we don't have a lot of recurring support that we need right now to you know you know uh, to to really help us do what we're doing. So you can make a humongous difference by helping us do what we do, informing, informing, and informing. So I want to thank all of you who are regular members. Bridge MCP says, they bait you, but you are teaching others, so all good. Join the PDR Posse. Listen to Bridge. She just gave a super chat. Thank you so beautiful, so preciously beautiful, my girl. She just gave a super chat. Who will join her with a super chat or who will join her to become a member by clicking that join button on YouTube, just like Bridge has done and many of you in the house have done? Uh, hit that join button to become a part of Politics Done Right, PDR Posse, who's helping us do what we have to do to keep this thing going. Couldn't do it without you. Look, love you guys. Please stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow. The video that I didn't play today, I'll play it tomorrow. And we'll just have a, a good time. And um, by the way, I have Wednesday is going to be a crazy. Let me just tell you guys about it because I'm doing three streams on Mon on Wednesday. Here we go. Wait, 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 uh, Rudnan, you have to hear this. I'm doing three streams on Monday, uh, uh, rather on Wednesday. The first stream is at KPFT 90.1 FM at noon. The second stream is this stream here at three. And the third stream is at the Harris County Democratic Party headquarters where we are going to have a speech off a debate between people who are attempting to become the uh, the next uh, Democratic chair of the Harris County Democratic Party. Um, so I'm going to get a lot of sleep on Tuesday so that I can, you know, be, be, be wise when I'm driving on Wednesday. But yeah, and, and, and let me tell you something, as Mike, about overworking myself. You guys invest in this stuff. You guys invest in politics done right. I'll be damned if I don't make sure to show you guys that I am out there on the road. I'm out. In fact, we're going to Netroots June, uh, on July 13th. I already got the invite from Netroots Nation. They want me to be on Radio Row again. Of course, I got to pay my way there. They give me the tickets, of course, the tickets to get into this thing. But I have to pay my own airfare. I got to pay my own hotel. But they give me the 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 $500 ticket to get into the, to the audience, all that good stuff. The internet, I get everything to do all the interviews that I want to do, but I got radio row is a scarce resource. And I got invited to radio row for July 13th again. And this time it's going to be in Chicago, but anyhow, so I want to make sure that all of you see what you're getting when you support what we do here. That's my goal. Anyway, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. 
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.